I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a... I mean, it's... No, no. This is TV worth talking about. This is Shrine of Telly. Hello and welcome to a very sweaty Shrine of Telly. I'm Hannah. I'm Brendan. And I'm Rebecca and very sweaty. (laughs) And if the heat hasn't taken you yet on this week's episode, we will be chatting Breeders, Happy Valley, The White Lotus, bit of drama with Netflix and Love is Blind and lots more. And as always, you know, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon for our Shrine Pod patreon.com forward slash shrine pod to share the love and to access early episodes but first my loves tell me about your weeks well we had a surprise little package delivered to us in the office earlier hannah rebecca do you want to fill hannah in uh, on uh, what arrived earlier on our desk so oh my god tell me Brendan and myself sit quite close together, right? Our lovely receptionist, Nicole, comes over. She says, Brendan and Rebecca, I have something for you and something for Hannah. And I went, oh my goodness, what is this? What's going on, right? So we get this little package delivered, right? This is a brown paper bag. There is a card inside. And can I just say, guys, this isn't a bit for the podcast. They have not told me about this. So go on, what was it? Oh, this is a full surprise for Hannah, right? So, um, Hannah, I'm going to send you a photo of what it is now very shortly, but I'm just going to read you first what the note says, right? So the note is from a lovely lady called Nessa, who writes, Dear Brendan, Rebecca and Hannah, I love Shrine of Kelly. Thanks for making a gas podcast. It never fails to make me laugh and it always recommends my next watch. Have a good break, fellas, from Nessa. Lovely. No, that is so nice. Isn't that just so sweet, right? So then we open up the package, yes, right? Sir. The package is it? filled with goodies from a brand called Crafty Wagon, right? So Crafty Shut Wagon. Up. Crafty Wagon, uh, Nessa got in touch with them and Nessa had sent Crafty Wagon a number of phrases that we love to use on the podcast. And then Crafty <laughs> Wagon then uh, curated lovely greeting cards with our phrases on them. Hannah, I'm going to send you a picture of these right this very second. There's six phrases in total, right? So I've sent you a picture there into our Shrine of Duty WhatsApp group. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> They're unbelievable. They're so Oh, the good. Top, top right is my absolute fave. And so if you're listening to the podcast now, we're going to share this uh, at Shrine Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. So you will be able to see what these look like. Oh, Nessa, so, this is too nice. Hannah, are so lovely. Hannah, do you want to describe them there? 
Yeah, so I'm looking at four square shaped cards. Top left is help me tone it. <laughs> Top right is urgent exit required and has a gorgeous red button in the middle of it. Bottom left, which I'm actually obsessed with, it's on this sort of like uh, zebra bimp background. It says take it away, bitch. And <laughs> that one really means a lot to me because yeah. that was just something really stupid we said on the podcast one day. <laughs> so I can't believe it's become a thing. And bottom right is immunity and oh that has just made my day I can't stop smiling I can't believe someone did that for us there are two more as well right that I that Brendan has a photo of and I'm obviously going to give you uh, your your I'll forge that onto you now Hannah Uh, these one of my favourites now is in this so there's six in total. I'm actually sweating to see. So we got six in total. Nessa, you angel. Right. Thank you. So if you zoom in on that there, the 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 bottom middle and the bottom right, I don't know if you can read it clearly. <laughs> Do you see what the middle one says? <laughs> Which is my favourite. It says... The girls are going to die. I know. It says she slipped on a fruit. <laughs> And then the oh other one, God. the other He's one says greetings, die. greetings then, from Port Havers. Yeah. She just lives on a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, sorry. They're so amazing. Nessa, you made our week. You Nessa, made our bloody honestly, month. Thank you so yeah. much for listening. And thank you so much for, for thinking about us and actually going to the bother of, of buying us these gorgeous gifts. We can't get over them. We love them so, so much. So, so and kind. we can't wait to share these so on the special. special. Guys, yeah. I honestly think that, well, I'd buy these. Like, I I'd would love buy these. Them. I'm going to buy more of these. <laughs> yeah. I can't so- stop looking at the free one because it's a woman <laughs> <laughs> in a swimsuit just waving as well. It's just so gross. <laughs> I love it. So Yeah, good. Nessa, we are utterly oh, obsessed wow. with them. Thank you so much. So kind and so gas. Honestly, really, really yeah. thoughtful. And Nessa, if you're listening to this week's episode, will you DM us, right? Oh, if definitely. you haven't already. Please. And, and tell us who you are. We'd love to talk with you privately. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we'd love that. We'd love to really thank you genuinely privately because they are just brilliant. Thank you so much. So good. And like such a lovely distraction from the heat today. Now, I know people in the UK, like I think in London right this very second, we're recording this on a 40. Tuesday. Well, it's like 40 degrees in London. Like yesterday it was 33 in Dublin. Yeah. Guys, I was melting. Yeah. My- it was the second hottest day in Irish history in Dublin yesterday. Yeah. My friend who's living in Surrey has literally, my phone's just lit up. She says, I'm sweating at the back of my knees. I want to die. It's like hell. <laughs> This second, that's live, live from Surrey. We don't get good weather, but like it's too hot. It's not even sunny today in Dublin. Like I just walked back from the gym there, guys. It was pissing rain, right? Warm. It was really warm. Sorry, me sort of. I was walking back from the gym. What am I supposed to say? I was walking back from Port Havers. You're absolutely dead, right? I'm delighted for you. Uh, but the thunder was insane a few minutes ago. Did any of you guys hear it? No. Yeah, did you see the lighting? No. I had to grab these away out of the garden. I nearly shit myself, lit the whole sky up twice. Jesus, I missed that. I know, it was crazy. It was actually crazy. So yeah, God was moving the thunder now, as yeah. they say. Moving, moving the furniture that we was, yeah. our Lord and Saviour. <laughs> Um, okay, big shows of the week. Hannah, what's yours? I am going to talk about breeders, which I love. I think I've spoken about it on the podcast before, okay? So it is a dark comedy about parenting starring Martin Freeman, who I just absolutely adore. Anything that he's in, I will watch 
Although, asterisk, I know someone is going to message in with the responder. I think I was in a weird headspace when that started. I watched one episode. I couldn't get past the accent. I convinced myself that it was a role that was written for Stephen Graham. Yeah, yeah. And then I had to stop watching it. <laughs> Everyone says it's brilliant. It is on my list of things to get back into. I guarantee you the next time we're on a podcast, I'll binge the whole thing. But Martin Freeman love, like me and Brendan, like one of the first shows we bonded over was Sherlock. Sherlock he's one yeah. of the best things about that. And also Daisy Haggard too is just amazing who I discovered through Breeders and now follow her on Twitter she's hilarious and has had a number of other um, great shows Back to Life as well on Netflix can't recommend that enough so the show was created by Martin and Chris Addison who you will recognise from the pick of it and writer producer Simon Blackwell who kind of has fingers in loads of amazing shows like Peep Show and Veep and he was also involved in the thick of it so they came to together to create this show which is actually partially based on martin freeman's own experiences from parenting oh is so it focuses yeah. on it is which kind of makes it interesting and he has recently said in an interview that he hopes the show doesn't make people hate him so i think it is quite personal to him but i will say partially based not fully based so yeah, he plays yeah, yeah. a character called paul who is married to daisy edgar's character ali they are two london-based parents in one of the most incredible houses in a TV show yeah. I've ever seen. Personally, it blows the nests out of the water for me, although they did have like immediate access to swimming in the back yeah. garden, which I did love I and do, it was like, a bit remote. I do think it's This glam. is central London. Yeah, it does look glam, but I do feel like sometimes when there's like uh, inside scenes and you're looking out the window, it really looks like CGI fake. And it is CGI fake because obviously I researched. I was like, I want to know how much that house is. It had to be, it's millions, but the inside of it is actually a warehouse. The yeah. outside of it is a real place. So when you go in the door, we're seeing something completely different from the layout of the actual home. So they live there with their children, Ava and Luke, who are very, very young in season one. And when we get to season three, which is out at the minute, they are teenagers. And it is essentially about the struggles and the demand of day to day life. Paul and Ali are both full time in work. Paul works in digital media and Ali works in like audio editing. So it's kind of cool to see two parents in their 40s really really demanding interesting jobs in london trying to raise the kids paul also looks after his parents jim and jackie and jimmy lakewell is in it yes, he, he plays darren and he is he uh patrick uh baladi he plays darren who is ali's boss who is absolutely hilarious and it also comes to a forefront in season three with just how ridiculous a boss he is. Um, Did so you kicked off on Sky Hannah? at the beginning of the pandemic and we got season two really, really quickly after that in spring last year. And now season three is out and what Sky does is it drops all the episodes so it's super bingeable. So you have 30 to catch up on, 10 per season. And it's just one of those roller coasters. It will have you pissing yourself laughing. I The last episode I watched, I think it was episode seven, could have been eight of season three. I have yet to finish it. I bawled my eyes out. I didn't see it coming at all. It brought two sideline characters to the forefront and did something which I just haven't really seen and gave a lot of airtime to maybe a demographic of character that doesn't get a lot of airtime um, outside the soaps. Um, so I thought that was just gorgeous. And I love this show. 
it's so yeah, I good. tried to watch yeah. a few episodes of it at the very start of the pandemic when it first came out when you were first watching it Hannah and I did like it but I don't know why I switched off do you know sometimes you're just watching something else or yeah. you're watching too many things at once but I must go back 100%. to it I think I watched the first maybe two or three episodes and I know something big happens at the end of the first season Oh my God, yeah. so many shocks. And I'll tell you, it is a hard watch. Like I've watched this with Craig, we found it together. And there's a couple of times he just had to dip out because the subject that they're dealing with, which is struggling with parenting, is hard. Like Martin Freeman's character has a rage issue. And that is kind of the central focus around all of the other demands of life and like time constraints and money issues and all of the things that come up when you're parenting two children. But his rage kind of forms the basis for the show and that rage is mostly directed at his son Luke who is very young it's like eight in the first uh seven or eight in the first season and is a teenager now in the current season and that, those scenes can be hard to watch so go in take a pinch of salt but there's humor in it and there's <laughs> love and yeah I can't get enough but it's one of them that you kind of have to stop and start I'm surprised that they actually went for the binge uh, model for it to be honest yeah. I can't believe there's like three seasons already I was so surprised when I, I noticed just, the third season was out uh, at the weekend I was like I can't believe it I texted Hannah straight away. I was like it's out she was like I know you did and I meant to talk about it on last week's and they kind of come out with like not that much fanfare I think yeah. as well because the cast is so small like it's mostly two people maybe in, in scenes there can be up to eight and that's kind of it and there's like three central locations where they film a lot in the house you might get some exterior shots and like a bit in Ali and Paul's job and that's it so it looks like you could kind of bash out episodes pretty quick so they flew them out Um, no talk yet on a season four they don't know whether they're going to go ahead with it or not nothing's been confirmed and I haven't actually seen the end of season three yet, so I can't tell you mm -hmm. whether it ties up beautifully or not. But I really recommend this one. I love it. It was one of my favorite, favorite shows over the pandemic as well. And do you know what I love as well? I think it's his mother is played by the woman who played Martine McCutcheon's mother in Love Actually. You know, the woman that goes, A is a lot of legs, David. Yeah! That's her. I love her so much. So much. She is amazing and she gets... I'm not, no, I think I've only watched the first episode of season three. Yeah, so I've got the rest of season three to watch. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But you watched one and two, Brandon, did you? I've watched the first two seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did you think? Yeah, I loved it. I really liked it, but like, the exact same as you. Like, it is a tough watch at times. It seems like it's really kind of like lighthearted and like almost like a, a dramedy for most of it. And then you mm. have those kind of episodes like kind of towards the end of each season where it's just like, bam. And you're like, wow, that's heavy. Yeah. And tell me now, I can see what your big show of the week is. So... <laughs> You tell everyone else and then also tell me why. (laughs) So my big show of the week is the same show that I was watching last week because I haven't watched anything else bar one episode of uh, Breeders. So I am (laughs) continuing to watch Bodies. Uh, so I'm I'm now about halfway through season two. So this is, if you missed last week, Jeb Mercurio's, last week I said his first um, TV drama. I believe it's actually his second. His first was either called Cardiac or Cardiac Arrest. I'm not sure which. And uh, basically I'm in mid-season two, still loving it. It is still a really tough watch, a really frustrating watch. It is a medical-based drama in an obs and gyne ward, uh, and it is all to do with hospital politics, funding, cutbacks, staffing issues, uh, consultants who are absolute egomaniacs and not as talented and uh, as good as surgeons as they think they are, and uh, doctors and nurses all trying to basically keep people alive. But it's called Bodies for a reason. Uh, Max Beasley's bum, you'll love to hear, is still working overtime in season two. Um, Jimmy Lakewell aka Peter Baladi is still incompetent Um, I'm still frustrated and horrified but I am pretty sure now that I could do a half decent job at a hysterectomy in the case of an emergency I feel like I've learned a lot do you ever watch like a medical based drama and feel like you've absorbed enough lingo that like like, I could give it a go yeah Yeah. it happened to me with the house I got upset with it and I was like I could diagnose anything I was convinced yeah like, I think I could also do a tracheotomy after watching one of the episodes as well you know but see this is what happens to us that we think we can solve murders we think we can solve <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. like I now I feel like I could you know. work in a hospital yeah uh, so I'm loving it uh, but I think we did did we get an email Reb about uh, my review of bodies yeah we did get an email um, it's from someone called Joe and the subtext Subject title is Brendan's Review of Bodies. Okay, I'm going to read this out now. You ready for this? Ready. Sweet Jesus, Brendan gave a terrible description of bodies. <laughs> it is as gripping and tightly scripted as Line of Duty. Bodies is as good as Line of Duty. And Series 2 is as good as the first series. By the way, Bodies is not Jed's first drama. His first is Cardiac Arrest, which is Bodies Light, sort of comedy medical drama starring the Rosses. The Rosses' annoying English girlfriend and friends. Oh, Rosses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Helen something or other. Found it on DVD recently and that was grainy. Anyway, Jed M started his life as a doctor, which is why he started writing about the institutional and structural bad practice in medicine before starting on the police. It's a great podcast, guys. Thanks. Oh no, sorry, that's about our podcast. <laughs> You're a great podcast. Thanks, guys. Anyway, I just don't think Joe was too mad on your review, Brendan. Well, guys, I was I thought I was nothing but complimentary about bodies last week. Like as in like I was raving about it and I'm continuing to watch it. No? Yeah, you're just obviously not up to Joe's standards as a reviewer. Fair enough. Yeah, or else maybe, Brendan, when you say you find it frustrating, I mean, you don't mean it's frustrating oh to watch. No, yeah, like the show is... like matter is frustrating yeah, about the structure yeah, yeah, of the yeah. hospital. That is what I meant. Yeah, no, no, the show is not frustrating. The show is excellent. But yeah, the story that it's telling is frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's the medical-based version of Line of Duty. 
and all the incompetence and the corruption and the blah 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 yeah which is I feel like what I said last week anyway Joe lovely to have you listening thanks very much yeah, thanks for joining the podcast, Joe. And you know what? Listen, like, I, I will watch bodies, but I don't know if I'm in the mood to watch something that will frustrate me. Do you know that way? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know sometimes you're just, like, enjoying lighter shows at a certain time of the year? I think it's too hot. I can't concentrate at the moment. It is very hot. Do you know what and- I'm after doing? And I do this all the time. I've a list the length of my arm on that iPhone of what stuff I need to watch, things I have to catch up on, brilliant shows. Well, I'm and I only watched some Stranger Things season one from the beginning. Like, what is that about? I'm flying through it though. Sometimes you just want comfort. It. You want to rewatch, re-watch something because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, and you're looking for. Cl- I love rewatching, and you're looking for clues, and it's just a nice, comfy, and you can fall asleep if you want because you've already seen it. So that's the kind of headspace I'm in. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, you know, actually, the other day my mum was staying with me for a night, and she didn't get to watch Sherwood when it aired uh, the last couple of weeks. So I had it all recorded, and I said to her, "Listen, sit down there and watch the first episode. Then every time you're up, you can, you know, dip into it or whatever." Ah, uh, that's brilliant. You know, I was rewatching the first episode with her. I really understood a lot more. I need to rewatch that for sure. I watched it, but it is actually a show that you. I appreciated it more when I watched it again. Yeah, 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 definitely. but yeah, I just, I actually do think sometimes rewatching something is lovely because you spot something new every time. And Hannah, that's exactly what happened to me this week when I finally decided to watch Only Murders in the Building after your brilliant recommendation last week. What an effing segue that was. <laughs> no, but no, but you know what I love, right? Every time I watch the opening credits, I notice something different. And I just love watching them. I, I always skip them for every I love show them. apart from this. I love them so much. But yeah, I'm absolutely loving Only Murders in the Building. It's on Disney+. Plus. Hannah spoke about it a lot last week. But I've nearly finished season one. I've gobbled up almost 10 episodes in the space of three days during a heat wave in my sitting room, which is like a sauna. So I think that's just pure dedication. But um, yeah, I just am absolutely loving it, guys. I can't recommend it enough because it's a real easy watch. You don't need to concentrate too much. Mm. And it's funny at times, but I love the whole whodunit. It's a whodunit in a fancy apartment block that Blair Waldorf and Chuck Bass would be proud of. See, they, they, this is what I'm saying. What more could you want? And you know what I love as well about it? So, like, it's three strangers. They all live in the same apartment block. They're all obsessed with the same true crime podcast. One night they meet in a restaurant and all realize they're listening to the same thing. And then someone gets murdered in their building and they decide to start their own podcast. But that whole concept brings such a modern element to the story, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. And that's what I love about it. I love the podcast element. I love how dry it is. I love how timely it is. I love them taking the piss out of Sarah Koenig with Tina Fey's character. (laughs) It just couldn't be more of the moment. Yeah, the people in her office, like they're all have black hair. They're like black hair, pale skin, a fringe and wear a pair of glasses. I just didn't pay enough attention the last time. I I think, so I'm three quarters of the way through season one, but I think I need to go back to the start and actually pay attention. Yeah, now some standout yeah, spoiler-free moments for me include a cameo from Sting, which I just thought was gas, some stunning jewellery and a cat in a freezer, and also the colour yellow on Selena Gomez. My goodness, just gorgeous on her. I love all her coats. Selena Gomez, yeah, her full wardrobe is stunning. And also, Rob, as a cat person, like cats do really prominently feature in Only Murders in the Building. So, you know, <laughs> thrilled for you. 
<laughs> you know, I just love that whole relationship between like Selena Gomez's character with Martin Short and Steve Martin. Like it's a lovely kind of rapport between the three of them. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I can't wait to watch the rest of it. So I think I've one more episode left of season one. And then Hannah, is season two out one a week? One a week. So I think we're on episode six now. So you'll have six to catch up on. Oh, to be honest, by the time you watch it, you may have the whole thing, depending on how quick you get through. But it is one a week up to 10 episodes, yeah. Yeah, and like another murder to solve. And sure, there was another murder now in the episode I watched yesterday. There's something Isn't it just cozy? On. Yeah, yeah, there is something cozy about a <laughs> cup of tea in the evening. Let, like, something it's, cozy it's about a cup of tea and a murder. Mm. Yeah, cup of tea and a murder reminds me of a good famous five or a secret seven, but they do have F words and it is like modern and fun. But yeah, that's that kind of like level of crime solving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not too grisly or violent or anything like that. Because I think sometimes I have you find that too much. Yeah, totally. You need to break. And have you met the police officer yet? Um, yes, I have. Oh yeah, the police she's officer, amazing. yeah, is she's brilliant. Brilliant. And like, you know, her, you know, doing her own investigations and whatnot. Yeah. I just I, I thank you because I it was exactly the type of show I needed to watch at the moment. I'm so glad you gave it a go. I'm chuffed. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna good. go back to the start. I'm gonna start it again and pay attention this time. Ah, uh, Brandon, I'm proud. You of know you. the way sometimes so you just stick something on, and you're just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's not the show; it's you. You're just not in the headspace. Uh, that must have been when I that first started it. Yeah, me with the responder. That's it. Like sometimes amazing shows, you just can't get into it that week, and then you kind of forget about it. But you know you like, it and you'll come back to it. Yeah. That happens all the time. So, guys, there are big shows of the week: Bodies Only, Murders, and Breeders. We're now going to move on to a bit of TV news. And first up on the list, I'm very excited to see that Rebecca, you apparently have something to tell us about Happy Valley. Oh my God! Thank God, I have some news about Happy Valley. I just keep googling Happy Valley and then <laughs> looking at news and seeing what articles pop up. And one second, that's me with Line and Judy. <laughs> yeah, one pop. That is me. So we found out last year that, that uh, sorry, Happy Valley was returning for a third and final season. We're hoping it's going to be released soon. But this week, the show's creator, Sally Wainwright, she has revealed that the new season is actually going to pick up seven years on from season two. Um, Sally did a big uh, interview oh. with Radio Times and she confirmed that filming has wrapped on the new episodes. So they have filmed the third and final season of Happy Valley, which makes me think that it's ready to be released once it's edited and whatnot. Is that going to be released in September? I'm hoping and praying it will. Yeah, be. I hope like late September. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, it feels like an autumny thing, doesn't it? Feels like tease it in August, give it to us in September. Yeah, kind of very similar to the to Vigil last year. You know, yeah. we only found out about that a few weeks before it started. They weren't teasing. Actually, no. Hold on. Do they do a trader in Line of Duty? They, I think they oh, might, I might have teased it. I, the end I, I take duty. that back. I take that back. I've corrected myself. Saran anyway, Jones and Sally in her interview said, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be exciting. We've got some very good stories. Everyone's back. All the characters you'd expect to see are back. We're seven years on and the plan was to wait for Ryan to be older so that he can make his own decisions about whether he wants to have contact with his dad or not. So it really explores that. Um, oh, Jesus. So filming started in January. We know that Sarah Lancashire is reprising her role uh, White House Farms Mark Stanley and All Creatures Great and Small's Molly Winnard who they both play pivotal roles in the upcoming episodes um, and then for anyone who has never seen Happy Valley like if you're not familiar with with the show it follows is it Sergeant Catherine Kaywood Catherine Kaywood yeah 
Yeah, it's just spelt Cowood. So I think I always second guess that. Anyway, she is a police officer based in West Yorkshire. She lives with her sister, Claire, who is played by Siobhan Finneran. Yeah. Um, and they raise, um, she raises her grandson, Ryan, um, after her daughter, Becky, was driven to suicide by Ryan's dad, Tommy Lee Royce, who was played by James Norton eight years before. So that's the premise of the show. And it's coming back for its third and final season very soon. And we can't wait. And listen, at the end of the day, if Sally is doing interviews with the Radio Times now, that that's coming out soon. It if, can't if be too far soon, off. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be too far off. So we're really hoping to do a one a week podcast just focusing solely on Happy Valley when it does come back. And we will be releasing recap episodes of season one and season two before that to get you up to speed before season three airs on BBC One. A hundred percent. I really think that it's um, Sarah Lancashire's best role. I love her in Happy Valley. She's so good. Yeah, it's just an interesting role as well. Um, I love her sister in it. I love that storyline. There's just a lot to, for her to sink her teeth into. I think it's brilliant. So I'm really looking forward to recapping it actually because I've forgotten about a lot of the main things that have happened. Same, same. I watched it. I watched it whenever it was out on Netflix, actually. They put up the first two seasons on Netflix. Um, it must have been about two years ago or maybe three. And I binged it all and I loved it. But yeah, need to do a rewatch and we'll be doing the recaps. That will always help us understand things more. Exactly. And remind me, it's ITV, isn't it? No, it's BBC. BBC One. BBC. Okay, perfect. Um, I have a bit of Love is Blind news. So... If you watched Love is Blind, so we do have an arm of this podcast where we talk about complete and utter trash uh, reality TV. A la, well, I do love, love Island now has gone into the mainstream, but like, you know, Real Housewives, etc., etc. Netflix and the production company Kinetic Content are being sued by season two contestant Jeremy Hartwell, who God love my don't remember. I don't think he had a love experience on the show for breach of labour laws. And he is claiming sleep deprivation under bright lights, no access to food or water, only alcohol. However, um, Kinetic Content did tell Variety there was absolutely no merit to the allegations of uh, season two contestant Jeremy Hartwell. Jeez, Okay. Right. Yeah, I thought that one was interesting. You know, will we see a comeback now off the back of that? And some very interesting and exciting White Lotus news after they received 20 Emmy nominations last week for season one. So season two of the show is returning. And we knew that Jennifer Coolridge's character Tanya would be back for the Sicily-based season, which began shooting in February. But it has now been confirmed by a clip that her love interest in the show, Greg, who is played by John Grise, is also coming back. So it looks like we're getting this Tanya-centric season based in Italy. I can already picture the outfits. I already know she's going to be on a boat. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And as I began shooting in February, lots of outlets seem to think that it is coming at the end of this year, which is so exciting. Yeah, very And good. at the latest, early 2023. <laughs> okay, brilliant. That will be soon enough, though, I'd say. I mean, sure, it's nearly August, guys. That's it. The year's flying away. Flying away. I can't believe it. It's flying. Um, I have a little bit of TV news as well. Have either of you seen um, a BBC murder mystery called Guilt? 
Have either of you seen this? No. It's a Scottish-based one. Right, so it was no. first brought out in 2019, right? And this is completely bypassed me. Um, first released in 2019, uh, and it went on to um, BBC Two. But then for season two, it did so well critically and in the figures that it was promoted to BBC One, right? And also kind of distributed across, like, America and loads of other countries. Anyway, it's just been announced today, I think, that it's been renewed for a third series. It won loads of awards for the first two. Um, I watched the trailer for the first series on YouTube earlier, and I definitely want to catch up on this. So it stars uh, Mark Bonner and Jamie Sives. They play two brothers who seem to get away with a crime, but they soon discover they can trust nobody, including each other, in what's described as a pitch-black contemporary thriller. So... It sounds okay. right up our street. And yeah. in one other little bit of that TV news. brilliant. Yeah, it sounds really, really good. Like a, a, like a murder in Scotland. I'm like, yeah, sign me up. And another little bit of TV news now. Very different vibe to this. But if you're a fan of a travel show, uh, you might like Trailblazers on BBC Two. So this is going to be Ruby Wax, Mel B and Emily Atak and they're going to retrace the footsteps of uh, an inspiring female traveller from the 19th century who was overshadowed by her male counterparts. Right, so her name was Isabella Bird. She crossed the American Wild West befriending outlaws, climbing mountains, killing rattlesnakes and facing grizzly bears and basically the three of them, Ruby Wax, Mel B and Emily Atak are going to retrace her footsteps in what's described as a funny, entertaining and sometimes poignant adventure series. So that sounds really good. That sounds brilliant. It's such a um, strange casting, but it probably works so brilliantly. Yeah. 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 So the idea behind that is that they're saying that each one of them is from a different generation. That's what they're saying. Ah, right. Brilliant. Okay, that's lovely. I I actually will really enjoy it. That'll be like a warm hug. That and only murders in the building. Yeah, there you are now. Yeah, love that. And guys, I think we mentioned on last week's show that this is going to be our last Shrine of Telly. We're going to take a little break before we come back with, as Reb said, our Happy Valley recaps and then hopefully our Happy Valley weekly show. But as we won't be talking Telly every week across August, I thought have a look at some of the shows that were coming up oh, yeah. um, very exciting stuff so we have if you're into fantasy and you're into that type of thing you've got a very exciting autumn lining up so House of the Dragon HBO 21st of August that is the big Game of Thrones spin-off that HBO have poured so much time and money into and then you literally have two weeks to wait until we get the first Lord of the Rings TV show it's called The Rings of Power and that is coming to Prime on the 2nd of September so it's going to be the Battle of the Fantasy show that across August and September to make apparently yeah it's, it's disgusting yeah, apparently there you go. 250 million just for the rights for the Lord of the Rings franchise. I was like, oh my God, I'd say it's going to be brilliant. Pocket change for Japanese though. The trailer has um, a very dodgy Irish accent and it's no offence to the woman. Oh, I can't stand (laughs) dodgy Irish accents. There's a whole fucking island of us. If you want someone to act and you want them to be Irish, ask an Irish person. I'm sick of it. Handmaid's Tale season five is coming to Hulu and the four. It just drives no, me mad. No, you're dead right, Pess. You're dead right. Nobody can get right. Yeah. And I think that for everyone, I think if you, do you know what I mean? Like within yeah. reason, but like for fuck's sake, Handmaid's Tale season five is coming to Hulu on the 14th of September if you want to be traumatized. And then 17th of August, Disney plus is She-Hulk. So that's the next big Marvel show. Then we've got a couple that we don't have release dates for yet, but they are all lining up to come out this year. So White Lotus, as I mentioned, new season of The Crown and the final season of Ted Lasso. And then I just wanted to give honourable mention to five shows which are brand new 
which look great. Well, some of them are brand new, some of them are returning, but they all look great. So the resort, the Sandman, Yellowstone, Uncoupled and Bad Sisters. So have a look at those. I think if you listen to this podcast, there'll be something in there for you. No release dates for those yet as well, but all will be out this year. Oh, brilliant. Lots to look forward to. Now, guys, will I give you a few listener recommendations before we get on to our um, very special celebrity voice note guest um, momentarily? So, yeah, just a few here, right? So Scarlett Eve got in touch and says, just found a new series on now. The wonderful Nicola Walker is the lead um, and plays an awkward, plays awkward with a hint of sarcasm very well. It's called Anika or Anika, A-N-N-I-K-A. It follows a murder detective in Scotland heading up a new team. In the first episode, a body is found in the Clyde and there are some great shots of Glasgow early days but it could be one to watch sign uh, me up yeah that sounds brilliant I'm not sure where that is actually airing oh sorry on now on now uh, Tracy says the control room which started on BBC One on July 17th has Shrine Pod written all over it it is a gripping new Glasgow based thriller and it tells the story of Gabe who works as an emergency call handler and his world is turned upside down when he receives a desperate life and death call from a woman Oh. That sounds brilliant as well. And uh, Joy Kennedy says, Hi guys, love the pod. I'm a big fan. I always re-listen to episodes in the gym, which means I end up doing more sense than intended. Oh, Joy, good for you. Um, well, Joy says, I have some recommendations that I think you will enjoy. Screw, which is a prison drama featuring Jamie Lee O'Donnell. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, No Offense, starring Will Meller, which is a cross between The Office and Line of Duty, both uh, available on all four. And I also recommend Time, starring Stephen Graham, and The Pact, both on the BBC iPlayer, but perhaps you could use a cheeky VPN to watch. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Joy. They're brilliant recommendations. And Time is another perfect example of, I couldn't, I was not in the headspace at the time, and um, it's absolutely brilliant and couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah, I'm dying to watch that Nicola Walker one now, so that's getting straight on now as soon as I get home. A a murder in Scotland? Love it, love it. Uh, Thanks for all of your recommendations. Our voice note recommendation now this week. Sorry, but this is actually iconic. She's played Fontaine in Les Mis, Elphaba in Wicked, and most recently, Reno in Anything Goes. Our voice note TV recommendation this week comes from West End and Broadway legend, Kerry Ellis. Hey guys, it's Kerry Ellis here. So what's been comforting me? Well, I'm a big Grey's Anatomy fan, so I'm so glad that that's back on our TVs right now. And I've also just finished watching This Is Us on Amazon Prime, which has broken my heart, but absolutely filled my soul. So probably those are my favourites right now. Um, I also love a good movie, any rom-com or any comedy to make me laugh. Um, I think that's it. Enjoy. How on earth... Did we pull that off? Oh, my <laughs> Thank goodness. you so much, Carrie Ellis, you icon of a woman. Iconic. Iconic. What a way to end our first series of Shrine of Telly. Yeah, guys, we have done 10 weeks of this. So much fun. I can't believe it. Yeah, 10 weeks. Um, So we did eight Shrine of Telly episodes, just talking shy about telly, sure what else will we be doing? <laughs> we had an amazing interview with Sister George Michael herself, Siobhan McSweeney, and in the midst of it all, if it wasn't already so exciting, we did a 10-year Line of Duty special, which you can listen back to. It was actually a really fun episode. It was, yeah, really, really enjoyable. We couldn't remember half the stuff that we had said on the podcast or half the storylines. Sure, isn't that the beauty of Line of Duty? It is. We need to watch it 150 times, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, when they make the announcement, I'll have to go back again and watch it from the start. But 
Martin Comston himself, friend of the podcast, told us that he has to do that. He listens back to our podcast when he's about to go on set for a new season. So, I mean, if it's good enough for the stars of the show. Yeah. Okay, guys, that is it for this week's Shrine of Telly and this season's Shrine of Telly. Thank you to every single person that sent in a voice note listener uh, recommendation. Thank you to everyone who sent in an email or a tweet. Thank you so much to Nessa for those beautiful cards. Every DM we got and everyone that listened, we've absolutely loved doing this. We're planning on taking a little bit of July and a little bit of August off, but knowing our look, they're going to announce Line of Duty and Happy Valley in the morning and we'll probably be back in two <laughs> weeks. Um, so do get ready for please rewatch um Happy Valley seasons one and two with us. We're going to be doing recap episodes, and then let's all gear up to season three together. And come on, we know Line of Duty's coming back. We're just waiting for that announcement. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you miss us terribly, you can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at ShrinePod. You can donate to us or you can access early episodes over on Patreon.com forward slash ShrinePod or you can email us ShrinePod at gmail.com. Guys, do you want to say goodbye for a couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, I do I want to say goodbye for a couple of weeks. And the next time we, we talk on the podcast, yes. Hannah, you're going to be married. Jesus Christ. Well, look, it was meant to happen last year. So let's just get up the aisle. Do you know what I mean? No jinxing it. But um, yeah, I think I am going to be a, a wedded woman by the time we record again, unless there's some sort of line of duty emergency next week. Then we'll do an emergency episode. Do you know what I mean? But but before that, Hannah, I mean, the plan is for you to enjoy your gorgeous time with your gorgeous husband to be. Oh, well, guys, thank you. And you will be there. And everyone who hasn't met you at the hand can't bleed and wait and wait. We give each winner fruit card. Um, okay, the timer is counting down. Thank you so much to everyone that listened. Please do share this podcast. Please do follow. Keep on the feed because we don't know when we'll be back. It's a bit exciting, isn't it? It is. It's like Line of Duty itself. <laughs> the cliffhanger. This is it. So we it's love it to bits. And until, <laughs> until then, ta-ra. ta-ra. This is TV Worth Talking About and we want to hear what you have to say. Find us now on Twitter and Instagram at ShrinePod. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.